All right, so we'll get started here. Uh, our first episode, we discovered that Charlotte, the daughter of international crime lord Bo Brownstone, has gone missing. And a cryptic letter sent to the patriarch of the family has everyone on edge and desperate to get Charlotte back. Bo reached out to members of his extended family, most of which have never worked with one another before, to retrieve the missing girl. The crew was sent to Monster Joe's Truck and Tow to meet up with a guy called Nice Guy Eddie, but stumbled upon a robbery in progress by a biker gang known as the Speed Demons. Raquel, the apparent manager of the garage and junkyard, is thankful of the crew's timely appearance, and it is here where we will pick up our story. Only one Speed Demon remains at this point, and that's Lucy. The rest are a bloody mess on the garage floor with the smell of singed mustache lingering in the air from Big John, the leader of the Speed Demons. Uh, so I think that uh, the babysitter had grabbed a hold of Lucy and thrown her down on the couch as Raquel uh, had entered the room uh, and basically said, who are you guys? Better question is, where can we find? Oh crap! I completely <laughs> forgot her name. Charlotte. Yeah, I'm not at all surprised you don't remember her name. Her name's Charlotte. <laughs> that, was Charlotte. that was out of character, by the way. <laughs> Charlotte. I don't know no Charlotte. I, who the fuck are you guys? And I take my gun, cock the hammer on it, and hold it to her knee. And say, let's try this again. Hold on. Who are you doing this to? Are you doing this to Lucy or to yeah, Raquel? No, uh, Lucy. Okay, sorry. It was Raquel that said, who the hell are you guys? Oh, I oh. thought you said Lucy. Did you not say Lucy? Sorry. I don't know. I was still thinking of taglines for Beeswax Coffee and <laughs> Wounded Meadow. Sorry. It's kind of... Isn't there supposed to be an Eddie guy, right? We'll be looking yeah, for? nice guy Eddie. Nice guy Eddie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, all right. So, Doc, you're closer to her then. Okay. Um, I just kind of walk around the corner. I look at the hammer and say, watch this chick. And I point to Lucy. And I walk around the corner from the bookcase. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's try this again. Where's Charlotte? I don't know who the fuck Charlotte is. Who the fuck are you? Well, one, let's not go down the not nice path because, you know, your, your guys here, they're not going to help you anytime soon. Matter of fact, at all. So, again, and... look, the, these are not my guys. They came in here to rob me. So you're the owner of the establishment. I'm the lady that runs it. Yeah. And you don't know anything about Charlotte. Again, who the fuck is Charlotte? What the fuck are you talking about? And what the fuck are you doing here? I mean, thanks for helping me out and all, but I mean, you guys still have guns, and I don't know who you are. Marshall, is this not the right establishment? Oh, good grief, man. No, it's the right establishment. Do you know where Nice Guy Eddie is? My brother? 
Well, I don't know. Is that your brother? Well, he's not fucking here right now. At least I hope not, because there's a bunch of fucking bodies on the floor. I don't think any one of those is him. Uh, well, yeah, I apologize about the bodies. Uh, well, that was entirely unintentional, but if they was trying to rob you, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, no apologies necessary on that front. At least you stopped them. But can you all maybe put those weapons down for just a second? You're kind of making me nervous. Uh, yeah, yeah. I put my gun away, and I pull it out of granola bar. <laughs> In the same place where you put your gun away, or in a different place? He's got a separate holster for that. <laughs> I have is, a that like holster. A is it one of your clip holders? <laughs> so where you keep a clip that you have some it's a shirt. Bars? It, it's a shirt pocket. Oh, okay. It's really what we need to be discussing right now. Okay. I just, I, you know, it's kind of amazing where you keep your food. Um, anyway. So you have no idea where your brother's at. Where would he be normally? Well, uh, truthfully, I'm thinking I'm expecting him probably any minute, to be quite honest. But now we got this big mess in here. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to tell him. Well, what? what are these guys after? They were after our, the money in the safe. I mean, they're just some fucking street rats that just came in here thought they could make a big score off of a junkyard garage probably not too smart and definitely not too smart because you guys got a hold of them Jesus Christ this is a fucking mess so do you have access to the safe do I have access to the safe of course yeah. I have access to the safe I'm the manager of this place all right so can you do us a favor and let's let's open the safe just to make sure that it's just the money they were after we will not take any of your money are you fucking kidding me right now? No, no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, just, I just need to make sure that, uh, you know, what they were here for was just the money and not anything else that may or may not be in the safe. Look, I was just getting ready to shoot this asshole with my shotgun because he was trying to get me to open my fucking safe. Now, I get that you came in here and you tried to save me, or I don't know what you were doing, but... You, you sure killed the shit out of these guys. Yeah, but and we don't. I'm want not going to open my fucking safe for you. Oh, no. But we, you know, you don't want that to happen to you. We don't want to go that route. Are you and, fucking threatening I, me now? Oh, absolutely not. I'm just trying to make sure that what's in the safe is one, just the money, and doesn't have anything to do with why we're here. Uh, but two, more importantly, that uh, you know that you don't have anybody else coming after you from here forward, and we might be able to help distinguish that. Look, Buster, I ain't opening shit until you tell me what the fuck you're doing here, or you can just get the fuck out. Because right. I, I got this fucking mess I gotta clean up now. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Uh, uh sorry, do you know Bo? Bo who? Uh, Bo, I suppose last name? Brownstone. 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 Bo Brownstone. Yeah, I know the name, yeah. Do you know who he is? I hear my brother, every once in a while, they bring up the name, my, bro my brother and my dad, they talk about him every once in a while. I've heard the name, yeah, why? Yeah, well, he's kind of a big deal, and it's his kid that we're looking for. Um, that's, that's Charlotte. Charlotte. Can I, ask, can I ask you a question real quick, man? We may be able to, yeah, I think we may be able to clear the air. Could your say fit a child? Like a teenager? Yeah, like you think that you could like squeeze them in there? How big is it? No, it's it's like this big. 
Okay. I'm not going to be able to so, cram a teenager in there. Ba- the babysitter, how big doing? is Charlotte? Uh, she, is she she's a little person? No, I'd, Charlotte's a 16-year-old young lady. You think so I have a 16-year-old locked up in my safe? Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, Ma'am, you can ignore baby over there. Uh, apparently these guys do, but I do not. And at this point, I am going to try to roll uh, charisma. See if I can get her to comply. <laughs> After all that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was one of those things I was like... Better roll maybe, a 30. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can go easier. It's going to go hard. <laughs> no, apparently it's going to go hard. So, All right. Um, yeah, I, I will tell you with that roll, she don't like you too much. <laughs> what? Um, I haven't rolled. Oh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I, oh, yeah. that was that what, whatever was the roll is. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the roll is, she don't like you much. All right, I gotta remember here. So plus three, and all right. How about that? Okay, so what what is your intent here with that? Just role? to get her to open the safe. To get her to open the safe. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Oh, Raquel. I think I. I think I did that. I and truthfully, I I need you to roll a second time, and because this is going to be at a disadvantage. Okay. Well, so do I roll the? I, I forgot. I got the sixteen, mm-hmm. the plus three, and the plus five. So do I put the plus five on? Um, my die. Hold on one second. Or the plus three. The three is in the bigger box. The plus five is in the smaller it's, box. You are going to do a plus three. Okay, that's what I did last. So the time. plus five is a saving throw for you. Ah, gotcha. That's so okay. roll again with uh, roll a one d twenty with a plus three again, please. Okay. All right. So I take the lesser of the two because you're at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, so that's a twelve. Uh, and I think her save. Yeah, uh, yeah, she ain't opening shit for you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, um, you could always try driving my van into it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need to talk about that. Yeah, and I gotta, I gotta say, Mike, uh, Doc, your uh, your van has a nice big dent in the uh, in the back of it right now from where he drove through the uh, the garage door, uh, and the paint's all scratched up. Yeah, why why didn't you drive your shit heap into the door? Doc, we'll take care of your van later. Right now, we gotta fight. Like, we, like you're we taking gotta care find of the situation. What's that? that? Okay. Is that why you need to open the safe to pay for the van? Uh, no, don't need to yes. save to pay for the van. Uh, we're we're not taking this fine lady's money. All we need to do is make sure she has nothing about Charlotte in her safe. All right, I'm going to need you guys to roll a quick perception check for me, please. And the DC on this, your target number is going to be a 12. Uh, so if you get a 12 or better, let me know. Is this everyone? Okay, I have like a plus four next to my perception. Mm-hmm. So do I need to add that to the die when I roll? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we're supposed to do a 1d12, is that right? Plus two. Oh, wait. No, it should be a tw- one. Oh, a 20. I don't see anything. 
Oh, you don't see anything? Marks, you don't see anything? <laughs> I got a six total, so no. I don't see oh, anything. Okay. I'm, right, still, I'm still weak from the bullet. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a nine. Okay. Mm, I got 13. Is it normal to have tunnel vision? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Bloodhound, she's like uh, omnipotent. I don't think that was intentional, whatever I did. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll probably need to roll that one again. Uh, just oh. to, You're going to do a 1d20 plus, where are you at? Right there. My keyboard's not being helpful. It should be a plus seven. No, those crapples. Yeah, plus seven. Page unresponsive. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You want me to do it for you? It might just be being very slow. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, I think that was it. There you go. You got a 23. That'll do all right, as these guys are all kind of uh, stumbling around and, uh, and, and bumbling the operation, <laughs> uh, your attention is kind of drawn to the, the door, uh, and you hear, first, footsteps on gravel uh, outside, uh, and a shadow kind of appears in the sunlight uh, just outside and stops short. Uh, and in the doorway, you see uh, the head of little John that you had thrown mm -hmm. out there into uh, into the parking lot. Uh, the shadow kind of passes and stops like right over top of that head. Uh, and you hear outside, what the fuck is this? think your brother's home yeah we all turn we all turn to the door with our guns drawn i don't think you can determine that for everybody else but you know, you know if, if you want to do that you're welcome. I don't, yeah, you know from i don't sense. have a gun <laughs> i got a oh, yeah, sledgehammer so. okay i'm gonna turn to the door <laughs> i'd be like uh happy eddie <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys will see, um, this fella, uh, step into the doorway, uh, as he says, holy Jesus, fuck, what the hell happened in here? Um, uh, ma'am? Would you like to explain it to him or would you like us to? Oh, y'all are good at talking. I'm going to let you handle this. Raquel, oh. what? Jesus, P. Christ, who the fuck are these guys? Oh. All right. So, Marshall, do you want to take this one or do you want me to take this one? Uh, baby, you can go ahead and sit this one out. <clears throat> you nice guy, Eddie. Yeah, I'm fucking nice guy, Eddie. Who the fuck are you? Friends of Bo's. We got some questions for you. Bo? Bo Brownstone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one and only. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. What what the fuck happened in here? Somebody gonna tell me what's going on? Oh, uh, 
We killed all these folks, except for that one, but she's mostly dead. Why the fuck did you kill these people in my garage? Well, they wouldn't come outside, and uh, we needed to get inside, and they was being, you know, ultra-violent. They were trying to rob the place, Eddie. What the fuck? We didn't, in all fairness, we didn't know that at the time. You didn't know that they were trying to rob the place and you cut them to fucking ribbons like this? They Jesus started. Christ. I mean, yeah, they technically did. They did start it. We knocked. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll point at my bullet wound. And they shot me. <laughs> yeah, he almost died. Yeah, they shot the big guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Well, just hold on a fuck. Who the fuck drove a van through my garage door? Jesus That's Christ. That's a whole other story. Oh. This, this guy. God damn it. We gotta get this place fucking cleaned up. Uh, just hold on just a fucking second. Um, I gotta make a phone call. He Art. steps He steps outside, uh, but not <clears throat> far enough where you can't hear him. Uh, he dials his cell phone. It's a big brick cell phone. And a couple seconds pass, he's like, Hey, Daddy, we got a situation down here at the garage. Bunch of asshole dimwit bikers thought they were gonna shake the place down, apparently. No, 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 Raquel's okay, it's all good, but we got a mess to clean up. Some of Bo Brownstone's flunkies just happened to stumble in while the bikers were holding the place up and tore them to ribbons. And he kind of whispers this next bit, and he says, there's a, there's a little bitty Asian chick here with a fucking samurai sword and some old broad with a goddamn bobcat or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that's about, but I'm not asking any questions. Yeah, I'll have Raquel call the wolf. We'll get this mess cleaned up real quick. And he hangs up the phone. And he says, Pop says thanks for the assist. Now, look, let's get down to the brass tacks. What what the fuck are you guys doing here, really? Do you uh, know where Charlotte's at? Charlotte? You mean Bo's kid? Yeah. I got no idea what the fuck she is. She seems to think you might. Well, he's... Just to recap kind of what he had oh. said, just real quick. This is the last place she was seen, right? No. No, not at all. Hmm. Uh, he sent you guys here to talk to nice guy Eddie to find out what's been going on in town and perhaps what Charlotte might have gotten mixed up in. Ah, Okay. So what's been going on in town that uh, she might have gotten mixed up in? Any ideas? There's always shit going down in the city. Wouldn't be a day in L.A. if there wasn't. I mean, you all heard about the explosion, right? Nope. Huh. Well, okay. That's the big news amongst the knitting circles right now. Uh, apparently there's some sort of clandestine meeting going on down down there in one of the old abandoned warehouses uh, down in Skid Row. Some, some of the higher level lieutenants from several gangs were all meeting up in this place. And I'm talking the mob, the Russians, the cartels, who knows fuck all else. Over a dozen bodies from half a dozen gangs, none of whom are known to fraternize with one another under normal circumstances. But these are the big heavy hitters. And they got something in common amongst them. They got a big fucking bone to pick with your man, Bo Brownstone. I believe you me, something big is going down if all of them are meeting under one roof. 
Are you saying that they're coming for both? All of them? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that each one of these fuckers that was down there has ties to people that have some pretty big issues with the way Bo's running his business. Now, we're small time. Me and my pop, you know, we don't run with the big guns. We do little jobs for our own good here and there. So when it comes to the mob, the cartels, all that shit, we stay far the fuck away from that shit. But, I mean, I keep my ear to the ground pretty good. And all that shit that I told you was stuff I heard from a cop that me and Pop have some dealings with on the down low. But that's all I know. I mean, you want to know what's going down in the city? And if it's in any kind of conjunction with Bo, I mean, that sets off some fucking red flags, if you ask me. Because Bo is pissed off dudes in the mob, dudes in the Russian mafia. I mean, he's worldwide. I mean, you work for him, you know that. Uh, so, yeah, people like that getting together. And if you weren't there, which I know you weren't because you ain't dead, then I would assume that they were... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But if you all weren't called in on that, then something's something's going down. I definitely think the boss needs to know about this. Well, I'm gonna... nice guy, Eddie, since you're in the speculating business, why don't you uh, speculate a little more about what Charlotte has to do with this? Sure. Are you saying she's in danger from these people who uh, see Bo as an enemy? Are you saying that she's run off and joined this this group? Well, how'd, she go, how'd she go missing? Well, she just has a tendency to run off. And uh, about three days ago, she did. And normally she's gone for a day or two and comes back with her tail between her legs. But this time she didn't. And we don't really have much more to go on than that. Hmm. Well, okay. Did your cops say anything about a teenager girl? No, but I could probably shake the bushes and see what I can find out. See if uh, see if they know anything about Charlotte or a teenage girl being nearby. I mean, I, I, they didn't say anything about that to me, no, or Pop. But look, my think my thinking is, if all these big guns are getting together. Somebody's probably watching them. And if anybody knows about what went down in that building and why it got blown up in the middle of whatever the fuck was going on in there, there's one dude I can think about that would probably know, but he's not really somebody that takes to visitors very kindly. I mean... Is that... This dude shows up, he knows just about everything that's going on in this town when he's here. He doesn't come in very often, but <clears throat> word around the circles is he's here. 
And with him being here and that explosion going on, you can't tell me it's not a coincidence. Dude keeps to himself mostly, but the rumors fly whenever he shows up in town. Do you have it, do you have a name? Yeah, I do. I'm getting to it if you want to give me a fucking second. Oh, you just got to give us a name, man. He's got a place outside of Irvine near B Canyon. People call him the Texan because that's where he's from, I guess. The people that know him just call him Bill. If anybody knows a skinny on who blew up that place or what the fuck was going on in there, it'd probably be him. Now, when he says that name and he mentions where it's located, uh, you see the sickle who's been standing there kind of silently this whole time just go white. And at this point, we will pause here for a moment as the screen goes to black uh, and we jump ahead in Quentin Tarantino style <laughs> to uh, a new little timeline here in the movie sequence. Uh, so what I can give you at this point, uh, since Dana isn't with us, we're kind of doing this little Tarantino jump uh, for us so that we can kind of move the story forward and then we'll go back and revisit what actually happened uh, after this point. Uh, in our next little session when Dana can join us. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit. The information that you guys got from Bill uh, was uh, you needed to speak with uh, someone in particular. Uh, there is signs from this explosion that point to the work of one particular individual uh, that Bill has heard about uh, and knows who this guy is normally associated with. Uh, the designer of the bomb that blew up this warehouse in Skid Row was a guy by the name of Tony Rocky Horror. Uh, and Tony Rocky Horror typically runs around with a uh, crew uh, that works for a man by the name of Marcellus Wallace. Uh, and Marcellus usually holds up shop, shop at a place called Sam's Hofbrau. Uh, which is located in Alameda. So that's the information that you guys were able to glean uh, from this uh, little brief interlude that we have yet to actually experience. But we'll jump ahead to the point where you guys are uh, pulling up to Sam's Hofbrau. Um, Sam's Hofbrau is a little bit difficult to describe. It's located in Alameda, surrounded by a series of older apartments. And from the exterior, it looks like a shoddy German bar slash restaurant. At one point, likely, it was simply that. 
The exterior is a bit run down at the moment. It, it appears to be going under some modest renovations. It's a tiny little rectangular brick building that looks like it was built in the 1940s. There's a small wrought iron fence blocking off the entrance from the left hand side of the building. Uh, and the building itself is oddly placed in the middle of the parking lot of the surrounding apartments. It's got a black canvas canopy overhanging the front door and the sign out front reads, Sam's Hofbrau Restaurant Bar Adult Cabaret. The logo is lit up with a bunch of small light bulbs and the sign itself is probably the same one from when it was built over 50 years ago with some haphazard paint jobs sprucing it up from decade to decade. As you all approach, the front door swings open and Two men step outside walking past you, or towards you. Both of them are wearing black suits and white shirts with black ties. The white dude has a little bit of heft to him. Not, not at all fat, but just solid. He's got shoulder-length black hair and walks with a bit of a lazy gait, eyes on the sidewalk as he exits. The black dude with him has a kinky curled mane of hair drenched in jerry cur curls. It's nearly dripping with it, but somehow his suit is impeccable. The black guy takes one look at your ragtag bunch and says to his partner, Damn, Vincent, look at these motherfuckers. All y'all walking up on this place looking like you're up to something. Vincent looks up at this point, his eyes falling on the hammer. Holy shit, you're a big one. God damn, Jules, you see the size of this dude? Fuck yes, I see the size of this dude. He was the first motherfucker that caught my attention. Where you from, big boy? Oh. Let <laughs> me uh, look at my background, actually. He, he was mesmerized <laughs> by the dialogue. <laughs> Do I even... Um, that I'm a Russian-American. Do you have that in my background? You can make that up. I just assumed okay. you were a Russian. <laughs> uh, originally, originally, Mother Russia. No, who says that? <laughs> no, uh, originally from uh, Russia, but, uh, you know, I've lived in America most of my life. Russia? We got us a Ruski up in here, Vincent. What brings you and your little misfit posse over to the Hofbrow, big man? You know, we're looking for somebody. Well, you ain't going to be starting no shit in here, are you? If so, uh, maybe no. Vincent and I should put a little pause on our afternoon activities. No, no, no trouble. Just a conversation, that's all. Right, guys? Well, who are you wanting to talk to? Uh, Marcellus Wallace. Yeah. Oh, Marcellus Wallace. Uh, if you you got an appointment with the big man? Uh, sure. <laughs> well, Sorry. if you ain't got if you ain't got an appointment with the big man, I can't guarantee he's going to see you. Marcellus Wallace is a busy man. But you want to try to bend his ear? Go ahead and roll the dice. Protocol is you talk to the man behind the bar, my man Paul. You plead your case to Paul. 
Paul whispers in the big man's ears, and if it piques his interest, maybe, just maybe you get an audience. But whatever shit you got going on, it better be good. That's all I'm saying. Don't you agree, Vincent? What the man said. That's right. What the man said. Now go on with you. Play nice. And Jules and Vincent continue their walk out to their car. Alright, let's go see Paul. Okay. Now, real quick, a couple of you guys, uh, the Marshal and the Hammer, I think, had taken some damage in that first fight. Uh, so, probably before we go in there, we, we probably need to resolve that, because you will have had some time to at least take a short rest between then and now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is how healing works uh, in this particular system. Um, a short rest lasts for one hour or more, during which time the participants can eat, sleep, drink, read, chat, and tend to their wounds. At the end of a short rest, a character can spend one or more hit dice, up to their maximum number of hit dice, to recover lost hit points. For each hit die spent, the character rolls the appropriate die and adds their constitution modifier. Hit dice can be spent one at a time, allowing players to determine how many hit points their character restores before deciding whether to roll more hit dice. Now, long rest uh, will allow you to uh, also heal, but then that will also restore any hit dice spent uh, from before. Uh, so, I think everybody right now at level one, I think, just has one hit die uh, as it is, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, like Hammer, you've got a 1d10 uh, for hit dice, uh, and then you'll roll with your constitution modifier. So you would roll a 1d10 plus 3 uh, to uh, see how many points you can heal back up. Uh, for the Marshal, uh, you've got um, a 1d12 for your hit dice, and then yep. you would roll a plus 3 onto that uh, for your uh, healing. Alright, looks like I'm back up to max. Alright, good. Just a flesh wound. Alright, and then Marshall, you got a plus seven, so that should probably take you back up to your max as well, right? Yours is 15. Yeah, I'm trying to find my notes on how much damage I took. Uh, If you uh, right-click on your token, it'll show you what your current health is. Oh, that's right. Okay. So you've got 11 there. Okay, so does that get me up to where I need to be? Yep, it does. So it'll take you back up to 15. So if you right-click on it again and then highlight the 11 and then change that back to your 15 max, that'll bring you back up to where you need to be. Thank you. Okay. Running out of food. <laughs> Already? We're barely an hour into this. I know, but I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> by the end of by the end of this uh game you're gonna be like six hundred pounds, you're gonna be like, ooh, should have eaten all that. Now, since we did do a fast forward through a scene, um I'm sure you guys might have some questions uh before we go in here to uh to have this discussion. 
Uh, I may not be able to provide all of the answers for you, but if you have you know questions that you feel like maybe you need to know a little bit more about, uh, then I will try to feed you as little as I can so that you can play this particular scene out. So is the sickle currently with us? Uh, I, yes, I would say that she is there with you, yes. Okay. Now, I'm not going to play the character, so she'll just be kind of a silent watcher in the background, but... Well, I was going to recommend we that she stay out here since these are involved with uh, Bill. But they are not. He he just he just knows the name of Tony Rocky Horror. Oh, okay. Uh, and okay. knows that he's associated with Marcellus, but he does not have any dealings with them. Okay, All right. Have any of us met Marcellus, or do we have any connection to him? Um, let's see. I wonder if there's something that maybe you can roll for that. Uh, yeah, give me a street streetwise roll. Streetwise, okay. And that would be anybody that wants to roll that. Okay, so babysitter, um, you have met him uh, before, uh, and it's been with Bo. You know that Bo and Marcellus kind of tolerate each other. They're maybe not on the best of terms. But there is a modicum of mutual respect between the two of them. Um, they're not exactly fond of one another. But they're not enemies either. Okay. And we think they have information on Charlotte. No, they, he, you've been sent specifically to Marcellus to find out who this Tony Rocky Horror character actually that's is. Right. The, the the guy that created the bomb. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so I'm going to turn to the group and say, does anyone want to stay out here? Just to cover our six. <laughs> Doc, you want to stay out? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, so I guess then Doc will stay out. Just kind of let us know something comes up. Like, come inside and tell you? or Give us a call on our... Just give us a call on cell phone or shoot a text. I... No text existed do, then. Yeah. Do, I, oh. do we all have giant cell phones? Not all of them. No, you know, sorry. Uh, just, I, just the marshal totally and the babysitter. Our, yeah. Totally forgot our time frame. Um, can, I, can I borrow one of your giant cell phones? Marshall, give him your cell phones. Hold on a second. It's in my jacket somewhere. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a can of peaches? <laughs> uh, pineapple. Here you go. Here's my bread. <clears throat> what what's your number, baby? Uh it should be programmed in the phone there. Uh yeah, about that uh it might have got deleted. <sighs> I didn't really want to speak to you. Hey, okay. I can I can write it's, it down. I did here we can we can if you want to write it down, that's fine. Okay, go ahead. Uh it's three oh seven. Okay, three oh seven. Eight six seven. Eight six seven. Five three oh nine. <laughs> five three five three what? Oh nine. Oh nine. What were the first three? Uh three oh seven. Three oh seven. Eight eight six seven. Five three oh nine. Got it. <laughs> and that is baby's number. <laughs> yes. Okay, so one more tiny little tidbit of information okay uh babysitter you were you were asking about um you, you know why you're there you definitely are there to figure out who it was that uh that built the bomb that blew up the uh, uh warehouse out in skid row uh killing all of these gangsters one other small tidbit very important tidbit of information that you also got was Supposedly, there was a girl uh, dressed in a red fur coat uh, running away from the building after the explosion. Okay. Now, it's highly unlikely that Marcellus would have any knowledge of that particular bit of information, but I would probably be remiss if I did not at least mention that because it's kind of a big thing, so... So you do at least have that information. And we have discussed amongst ourselves once getting that information, if we think that Charlotte, like, does Charlotte have a red fur coat? Um, the marshal can confirm that the red fur coat is kind of a uh, favorite of hers. Uh, so putting two and two together... Yes, it would be okay. safe to assume that that was likely Charlotte. Okay. And especially in L.A. in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be unique. So, alrighty. Um, we'll go in and talk to Paul. All right. This uh, Marseille Wallace, do, do we know what he does? Like, what kind of criminal he is? Like, he's what kind of level of criminal he is? Um, he's street crime. Uh, for sure. Uh, he's big in the drug business, um, and that's that's pretty much kind of where his main focus is. Uh, drugs and money. Uh, not really into arms dealing or anything like that, but he certainly can be well armed uh, if, uh, if the need arises. Is the uh, club busy? Uh, no, it's not. Um, Mike, uh, Doc, uh, you said you were going to hang out outside, correct? Yeah. I'm going to have you roll a perception check. <clears throat> I'll look up and see what my modifier is. Uh, 
All right, you got an 18. All right, so <laughs> you guys were kind of discussing a few things, kind of prepping yourselves before going in there. You guys enter the building. The dock hangs outside for uh, at least a little bit. And uh, you took note of where Jules and uh, Vincent were walking. And they walked uh, into the parking lot off to the right of the building uh, and got in their big sedan uh, and sat down. Uh, and they kind of rummage around for just a second in the front seat. They sit there and they start eating french fries and uh, burgers from Big Kahuna Burger. Uh, and they're just sitting in the car and watching the front door. Uh, and Jules takes a little sip of the uh, Coke that he's got in front of him and he looks up at you and he's like, and just waves. <laughs> <clears throat> And those of you that have gone in, um, once you get inside, the ambiance of Sam's Hofbrau really sells the place from the meager appearance outside. The room is bathed in red lights from the bar and the various beer advertising signs around the room. The, uh, the brick from the outside kind of spills into the main room with arches that separate the dining area from the dance hall. The old German ambiance still has a presence in here and it is in complete juxtaposition to the seedy modern neon, but somehow it works. There's a stage in the center of the room with street, three stripper poles. Numerous booths lining the walls, tables scattered throughout the venue. You said uh, booths, right? Booths. Okay. <laughs> booths. Just booths. making sure you mentioned stripper <laughs> poles and then you heard something like boo. And so. <laughs> as small as the place looks from outside, it looks like this might fit a tight 200 patrons at its max. The mirrors on the wall make it look much larger uh, on the inside. There is a single dancer dressed in a pink velvet sweatsuit practicing kind of nonchalantly on the stage as the Ohio, Ohio player's fire is playing in the background. The bar is along the right side of the room. It's big, German, and made of solid hand-carved wood with brass fittings. The bar is well stocked and a man of what appears to be mixed race, half black, half Hispanic, stands behind the bar cleaning glasses. Opposite of the bar is one single solitary man seated at a table all by his lonesome. He's a big dude, skin like dark chocolate, a mountain of muscle with a shiny bald head. He's on the phone, but he keeps a close eye on your posse as you enter the establishment. Um, as you guys approach the bar, uh, the bartender looks up and he says, Hey there, my name is Paul. What can I do for y'all? Paul, how are you doing? I'm good. Like what to... brings you all in today? We need to talk to Paul. Or we need to talk to <laughs> You're Marcellus. talking to Paul. I'm <laughs> Paul. Need, we need to talk to Marcellus. And with that, I'm going to roll a wisdom. For, uh, barked order. 
Oh, oh, for a barked order. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. All right. So let's see. Uh, messing around. Yeah, well, I just go straight to it. <clears throat> yes. oh. Oh. God dang it. Um, I, I dial 307. <laughs> Eight six seven five three zero nine. Uh huh. Marcellus, hold on. Yes. Hey, uh, baby, those those guys that we we passed on the way in, they're they're just sitting in their car, watching. Just, I just thought you, I just thought you'd warn them. Are they eating food? Yeah. What's that have to do with anything? They're cops. Well, just, whether they're cops or just guys, they're watching the door. They're like, okay, just, just uh, let me know if they. What should, what should I do? Just, just watch them hang out, act casual. They like the the one guy waved at me. Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. Like, it was kind of threatening. Yeah, no, he. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Just, uh, just uh, keep an eye out, and if they move, just let us know. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay, and before you hang up. Uh, as you were dialing, they were picking up a cell phone and they were dialing their cell phone as well. They're they're also dialing. Some, they're calling somebody too. What uh, should I do now? And, and <laughs> Jules is in there, and he, and he goes. He points at the phone. Points he's at he's watching like, me talk oh, to you that? right now. <laughs> yeah, he he's. They're listening to our conversation. So, uh, just act cool. If they move, let us know. And we'll okay. go from there. Okay, I'll call you back. All right, thanks. All right. Okay, bye. Bye. Paul says, well, that was pretty fucking rude. You asked me a question, and then you just take a personal phone call. I Sorry about that. <laughs> I, there's a little emergency we had to cover outside. So, uh, now... Uh, you, you, you come in here and you just think you can just come in and just talk to Mr. Wallace? I mean, Mr. Wallace is a busy man. You know, he, he doesn't have time to just talk to anybody off the street. Oh, come on. Are you telling me you beat my wisdom? Or my barked order roll? I, I definitely did. Oh, crap. <laughs> well, it didn't come up. That's why, that's why I was wondering. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I, I didn't want... I didn't want I didn't want to bark at you about it. I just, we're short on time. We just need to get some answers. Um, we we work for Bo Brownstone. Oh, Bo Brownstone. I know that name. Mr. Marcellus knows that name uh, as well. Yes, I, I, I believe that they're acquaintances with each other. And, and we just need a few moments of time so we can ask him a few questions. I tell you what I do. You tell me what you want to talk to him about. I'll put a little bug in his ear. And maybe, just maybe, he can spare a few minutes. But you got to go through me first. So let's just be up front here. Tell me what this is about. And I'll go talk to him. What if I tell you um, that I could help you out? Well, I guess it... Depends on the type of help you're offering. Um, what if I told you you had two police officers sitting outside your establishment right now? 
I'd say you're probably full of shit, but what's that got to do with me? Um, what if I get him to leave for 20 or 30 minutes? Sure. They're that, not bothering me. Well, but I, I would imagine that you have something that you or, say, uh, Mr. Wallace needs to take care of in 20 or 30 minute time frame that you don't necessarily want the police to see. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. If there are some police officers outside that door right now keeping an eye on this place, they're probably the only two cops in this city that Mr. Marsalis doesn't have his hand in their pocket. So, if they want to surveil our place and put themselves into a position that they may not want to be in, I say go ahead. They're not doing us any harm. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, I was, I was kind of hoping to, you know, be able to scratch your back a little bit. So you scratch ours and just let us go talk to your boss. All right. Well, you still haven't told me why you're here. So that's what I'm waiting on, buddy. Well, and, and I understand that, but it's a little bit of a tricky situation. We are, we are needing information that we feel like only Mr. Wallace would be able to provide us. Um, and we don't want to make sure that there's a miscommunication on any regards between any, any individuals. I, I understand. So let me just demonstrate something for you. I'm not in the right position here. If you'll just bear with me, I'll be right back. And he walks from behind the bar and he goes and he walks behind you and stands directly uh, in between you and the uh, stage and then Marcellus Wallace on the other side. He said, you see, what this is, is you're right there. Mr. Wallace is right over there. And where am I? You're obviously between us. I'm in the middle of you. Which makes me what? In my way. Oh, no, no. I'm not in your way. I'm just the middle man. You see how that works? You are on the outside. Marcellus is on the inside. I'm in between you. You gotta get through the middleman to get to the big man. So, for the last time, tell me your business. Tony Rocky Wallace. Excuse me? You just whisper in his ear, Tony Rocker Horror, Tony Rocky Horror, and uh Bo Brownstone, I think we might be able to resolve this issue. Baby, it is fascinating to watch you try and work. <laughs> Marshall, shut up. Tony Rocky Horror. Well, okay. So let's say I know Tony Rocky Horror. What's that got to do with your business here with Mr. Marcellus Wallace? Go ahead, Marshall. Tell him. Well, well thank you, baby. Are you uh, familiar with the uh, the incident that went down? 
Uh, the yeah, explosion. No. Oh, I've heard about an explosion. Yes. Hmm. Well, our party is interested in what happened there. We believe that Mr. Marcellus is interested or may have information that would be of interest to what happened there. And so we would like to have, on behalf of Bo Brownstone, a short conversation with the man, if you would be so willing to oblige and uh, pass our note along to him, Paul. That is all, I believe, that we have to say. All right. Well, so far, it has been nice doing business with you, sir. And he holds out his hand. Thank you, sir. I'm not asking to shake your hand. Oh, right. Baby, pay the man. It's shake. And he turns to you. (laughs) (laughs) God dang, Marshall. It's a shakedown, dude. That just... Well, I mean, if what, it what, you, what assurances do I have that once I give you this cash, we're we're going to be able to talk to your boss? Outside, inside, middleman. Maybe, That's maybe, all I can tell you. Maybe we should go get those two police officers outside and tell them that he's trying to shake us down. Marshall, hush. That's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Well, I don't know. You seem to think it was a fine idea a minute ago. I wasn't going to bring him inside. I was going to go out and talk to him. I ain't got all day, fellas. I get $20 out. <laughs> <laughs> and a half-eaten apple. <laughs> he pockets the $20. He just mutters, goddamn $20. Fucking old brownstones motherfuckers coming up in this place just thinking they can come in here. And he walks off. <laughs> Wait, toward, toward Wallace, right? <laughs> yeah, towards Marcellus, yes. All right. All right. Um, if that works, I'll be amazed. He, uh, he walks over to Marcellus. Marcellus hangs up the phone uh, as he approaches. Um, and, uh, he whispers into his ear, uh, and he kind of points over and he shakes his head. (laughs) He's like, yeah, I I don't know. And he just keeps kind of pointing in your direction, kind of with disdain, uh, on his face. Um, and Marcellus just gives one slight nod. Uh, and Paul walks back over and says, Mr. Wallace, we'll see you now. Keep it short and sweet, just like my mama. Thank you, I guess. Thank you very much. All right, so Marsalis is sitting there uh, alone at his, uh, his table. It's kind of a corner booth. Uh, and he's dressed in a uh, a yellow turtleneck uh, and a a vest over the top of it. And he eyes you guys as you guys are walking over. um, And he just kind of nods at you and motions to the the chairs on the opposite side uh, at the table that's kind of across from him. He's not inviting you to his table. <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Marshall. Hello, Mr. Wallace. My man says y'all are some of Bull Brownstone's people. That we are. 
and uh, we don't want to take up a lot of your time. We just need some information. Well, shit must be pretty fucking dire. You come here unannounced. Well, I, I apologize for that. Uh, I know Bo would send his regard if we've had time to talk to him about it, but we're kind of in a pinch for time right now. Uh, we're looking for information on a Tony Rocky Horror. Do you know who he is? Tony Rocky Horror, yeah. He's one of my boys. Is he? Okay. Um, heard uh, through the grapevine that uh, he he had something to do with that warehouse explosion. And we're, I mean, we're not interested in that and what those dealings are. But um, we we were kind of, we were wondering who he runs with. Well, Tony Rocky Horror is not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he does have his merits. Is he a ladies' man? <laughs> he thinks he is. Now, Tony, he did his tour in Operation Desert Storm. You said something about explosives. He is, in fact, a demolitions expert. So, yes. It is entirely possible that he has the know-how to make a bomb of the caliber from the explosion from the other night. Old Tony, though, can be a bit of a wild card when it comes to the cheddar. My boy, my boy likes the finer things in life. And I don't put heavy restrictions on my boys on how they come up with their cash. They do work for me, they get paid. They do work for other people, they get paid. As long as the work they do for the other people don't interfere with the work that I do, it's all gravy. So so the other night, was he working for you or working for somebody else? Now see, here's where we may have a problem. But no, no, no offense, no offense. I just, again, trying to get, trying to get uh, an idea if he's working for somebody else. If so, who would that be? See, one of the things that I don't do is spill the beans on one of my boys. Okay, I can respect that. Respect that. Um, you say he likes the finer things in life. Does he? Uh, See frequent any kind of really nice restaurants or does he have a habit they likes to you know take part in? Now see that would be something that most people would consider to be spilling the beans on one of their boys, wouldn't it? Well, if there is malicious intent, there's no malicious intent here. I mean it, we're just uh, uh, we, we really just need to have a conversation with him and it should be rather cordial as long as he is cordial back. Okay, make a persuasion check on that. Okay. Persuasion. Come on, man. Don't fail me. I don't want that to shoot this guy in the face. <laughs> you got a 13? Yep. I tell you what, all things said being said, I have a particular bone to pick with my boy, Tony Rocky Horror. 
Without going into too much detail, this man betrayed my trust. So, with that in mind, I suppose it wouldn't be too wrong of me to repay him in kind. Eye for an eye and all that shit. You want to know where he hangs out? Are you familiar with a place called Jackrabbit Slims? Uh, Is it... I... I personally am not, but go ahead. It's the old bowling alley over on Flower Street. They turned it into a gimmicky 50s-style diner where all the wait waiters and waitresses dress up like movie stars or some shit. You want a word with Tony Rocky Horror? That's most likely where you're going to find him. Look for the big Samoan motherfucker in a loud Hawaiian shirt. You can't miss him. And if you want to leave a message from Marsalis Wallace, tell him to reel back on the foot massages. Foot massages. Okay. Check. But by chance, really, really quick, you, uh, well, we'll leave it at that. I, pre I appreciate your time. Unless any of my associates here have a, a question that won't disturb Mr. Wallace. <clears throat> Why is he called Rocky Har? <laughs> His real name is Tony Rocky Rockamura. And I think it's just a play on words from that old 1970s movie with a big transvestite. But he's not a big transvestite. That, but he, uh, he would that make a fine looking woman. <laughs> uh, well, uh, with that being said, uh, thank you, Mr. Wallace, very much. Listen, you boys come, you boys and girls come up in here another time without making an appointment. We're going to have a little bit more stricter words, but this time out of respect for Bo Brownstone, I'm going to give you a pass. You see that boy up there? My man, Paul. Uh, yes, we've met. Next time you come in here, you treat him right. You understand me? We sure will, Mr. Wallace, and we'll pass on the message to Mr. Brownstone as well about how helpful you were today. I would appreciate that. All right. I, I reach back into my jacket and I get another 20 out. I set it on the table. At Marshall. <laughs> no. Hmm? Uh... <laughs> uh, babysitter, no. as you're saying that, do me a favor, make a sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can just quietly just grab the $20 that he's putting out there and just hiding it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Six. <laughs> you, you say, no, no, don't. <laughs> and, and, and you fumble with the twenty dollar bill and just crumple it up and just stick it in your 
right. You know what? Here, let me. I'll just do something a little bit. I'll just uh, take my switchblade knife and just go thunk, and I'll just stab it on the table. Across the table. Man, what the fuck are you doing to my goddamn table? You all better I, get the fuck up out of here before I get up out of this. We, 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 we are out of here. Mr. Wallace, we apologize. Let's go. Jeez, baby. What Don't tease me, Marshall. It's, get get your ass out the door. Let's I go. Just, I just love watching you work. Paul, who the fuck are these assholes? Go. Go. <laughs> Alright, they come shuffling out their dock uh, and... Uh, Look a slightly bit worse for wear, and maybe a little bit uh, nervous uh, as they're as they're coming out of there. So, did you guys find anything out? Other and, than Marshall keeps amazing with me with his dumbass moves. Uh, yes, a few. Also, things. also, maybe I don't think those guys are cops. Why do you say that? They don't look like cops. They don't well, act like cops. So like, th- if they're supposed to be undercover, they're not. They kind of stand out. Um, undercover. Uh, it, uh, I, I, and I look over. Can I discern if they're <clears throat> cops? Can you discern if they're cops? Yeah, kind of perception to. You know, if you ask them, they have to tell you if they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Not back then. It's like if it's a, actually a leprechaun, uh, they, they they have to admit that they can't arrest you unless you invite yeah. them into your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could uh, you could roll. Let's see here. I I, I roll perception. streetwise. Yeah. No, streetwise. Oh wait. Streetwise. Okay. Yeah. Oh. If I accidentally click D twice, can I take a one away? I think if you right-click on it. Oh, oh yeah, okay. God dang. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to get my phone back from the dock. Those are fucking cops. They are really deep undercover, but God damn it, those two guys are cops without a doubt. Hmm. <laughs> and, and you will die in your grave. Uh, swearing to the fact that these guys are cops. Yeah. Can, We're can I get my cops. Can I get my phone back from Doc? Yeah. I you know okay. this thing's cool. I haven't really used one of these. Yeah, yeah, they're neat. Um, Does it take batteries? So I have a special feature called I'm calling the police. <laughs> I have a great uh-huh. relationship with law enforcement. So while he's doing his perception and trying to figure it out, can mm-hmm. I take a couple steps away and call the police? Sure. And ask them if they have two guys posted outside. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, okay. So I'm going <laughs> to step aside and... Um, are you calling someone in particular? Uh, I'm like calling who I know at dispatch. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. And this so... Is di- this is dispatch. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the beep. Because I can't tell you my real name. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a question for you. Do you have two undercover officers currently posted outside of Sam's uh, Hofbra? Yeah, give me give me one second. Yeah, thank you. 
No, I'm not showing anything on record. Right. Hey, you know, thank you. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Um, you still got that poker game going? Yeah. <laughs> you still interested? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when's the next meetup? Supposed to be Saturday. This coming Saturday? Yeah. What, the usual time? Yeah. All right. Uh, deal me in. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. there. All right. See you then. All right. Hey, thanks for your help. Hey, no problem, man. I go back and I hear the babysitter say they're definitely cops. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right. They're definitely <laughs> cops. You're dead on with this one, baby. Uh, love, give me, love watching you work. Give me a performance check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! I wanted that to work so bad. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so you cannot contain your laughter uh as you say that uh and just completely bust out laughing you wanted to be so sincere with that but you just could not contain it hey, i'm just gonna look at him and say uh marshall there's more than one type of cop okay buddy okay, okay. and by the way come oh, goddamn baby can I, I, can I see your phone? You <laughs> and no, you got your own damn phone. I, I just need to see yours for a second. Don't do it. Yeah, okay. I take it. Oh, I didn't give it to you. I just held it up for you to see. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about this later. All right, so now we've got to go to Jack Rabbit's jackrabbit slims and look for a big hawaiian dude in a ugly hawaiian shirt named john named tony rocky or you know the way there duff what do you know the way there duff you're driving right yeah um oh. i'm driving Aren't you? well he 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 can drive yeah, I can drive. I think we're in two different vehicles. Yeah, we don't know exactly how we got here. Do we, we each bring our own car? Um, when you guys were at the uh, garage, uh, you had the uh, wagon train, and babysitter had his uh, Plymouth. Um, and then, so, depending on how much time would have passed in between there and where you are right now likely you're probably still driving those two same vehicles i would assume um so yeah i, I think the the two those two vehicles would be the ones you guys would be in now yours is still scratched up and and dented uh you haven't been able to get it fixed in that amount of time by any stretch uh so there's uh, a certain bone of contention, I think, probably still between you and the babysitter on that. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll take two cars. No. I think, is, is the chairman still in the back of my van? 
Up in the front, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chairman's got shotgun, but I could probably fit two other people in the back. Well, Do we know if this place is a another cover crime cover place or uh, or just a normal establishment? Um, do you have streetwise? I mean, maybe. Let's see. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, you can certainly make a roll uh, for that. Uh, now, if that if that was a public question, uh, perhaps you know somebody else might might be better equipped to answer that. I'll probably ask that if this is. Yeah, I'm going to ask that. <laughs> I'm mean, like, I never heard of this place. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all roll streetwise at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ask all of you. You guys know this place? Is this, is this a legit place, or we gotta watch for some some more goons? Well, I'm not coming in at twenty-two. Okay, so Doc and the Marshal. Doc, you're probably the most familiar uh, with this place out of everybody. Um, it, it is a really kitschy, like, scene-type place uh, where, like, movie stars will pop into from time to time. Um, and uh, it's, it is an absolute throwback to the 1950s time period and, uh, and a real... Uh, homage, you know, to the movie stars of that day. Um, you may have been a couple of times. Uh, the food is extremely overpriced, um, but it's pretty good, and they've got the best goddamn milkshake you've ever had in your entire life. Um, it's also the most expensive milkshake uh, that anybody makes in the United States as well. Uh, what is it? A, is it a... It's a $5 shake. $5 shake? Yeah, $5 shake. Um, Which now is a pretty reasonable price shake. It is now, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a fast food joint shake at this point. Um, you... Without giving too much away of your character, um probably don't have any knowledge of any criminal goings-on that, you know, happen there at that facility. Now, the marshal, on the other hand, um, is also aware of the business, has probably been there a couple of times. It's certainly someplace that um, uh, Charlotte probably enjoys going to uh, and have probably accompanied her and the family, you know, on a couple of occasions uh, there. You have on occasion spotted individuals that you know are involved uh, in lesser criminal activity uh, within the city. But it never seems like they're really there, like, particularly, like, conducting business. It's just kind of a cool hangout spot where they can go and kind of be a little bit more of a big deal. If they want to maybe try to impress somebody or what have you. 
but it's not really a well-known like criminal organization or anything like that uh sometimes those guys go there that's about all you can say Cool. I'm for, I forgot. Did he say that Rocky Har works there, or he just like hangs out there? He hangs out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go. I want a milkshake. Marshall's a big tipper. He can get us some milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> they got blue on my cash in there, trying to get a bit of information. But I feel like we got our money's worth. Anyway. Uh, and by the way, babysitter, you, you still have my $20. I don't know what you're talking about. Some bitch. <laughs> well, you guys okay. roll up to... Uh, uh, are, you, do you just want to go straight to Jackrabbit Slims, or is there anything <clears throat> you guys want to do in the meantime? Um, I'll polish my sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Are, are Vince and Jules still there? Um, as you guys are getting into your uh, individual cars or vehicles, uh, they're still sitting in there and they're finishing off their uh, burgers and fries. Uh, and they just kind of keep watching you. You guys get into your cars. And as soon as you all get into their, your cars, they... And then they pull out of the parking lot before you guys go anywhere and they... And they tool off. Puts his hand out the window and he waves back. Hmm. This guy seemed nice for cops. Uh, Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) All right, so you guys go to uh, Jackrabbit Slims then? No. No? Okay. Who, who, who's with me in the car? Um, is, is it the same pecking order that we had before? I think it was the hammer and the sickle were with you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I look at the hammer. Do you want to go find out who these guys are, or do you want to go get a milkshake? <laughs> You're obsessed with these guys. <laughs> uh, well, somebody just doesn't normally watch us. It's called a feeling. I, let me do an intelligence check. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the hammer's gonna roll intelligence. <laughs> I don't know what I would do, but I don't know what he would do. Let's see, I got a negative one, so uh... thirteen. Ah, oh, that's like it's like a fifty-fifty. It's like I don't know. Do you really want to? I don't know if we should be lagging behind. Am I getting trouble? Uh trouble from who I don't, I don't know they, they drink all the milkshakes from good there well let's put it this way I'll buy you a milkshake matter of fact I'll, I'll uh, buy you I'll, I'll buy you four milkshakes four oh if, okay let's go <laughs> because I have by the way the marshal's money uh so I'll buy you four milkshakes oh, wow okay. and if we just uh we'll, we'll We'll, we'll just tail them for a little bit. We'll just take the long way there. Okay. Four milkshakes. It's cheap day. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna tail them for 
I hope you drive. Just, you have a good vehicle skill. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yep, that's what I'm gonna have you roll. Then you're gonna roll uh, vehicles. I mean, you know, it's a plus one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you should have me drive. I'm pretty good at driving. Well, all right. Let's see yeah. how it goes. All right, yeah. Well, come on, come on, come on, come on. Eh, thirteen. I think. Okay. Um, so it's you, the hammer, and the sickle, right? Yep. Um, Doc, you're you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going as planned to Jackrabbit Slims. Okay. I, I'm going to have you go ahead and roll a perception just real quick. Okay. Um, are you, uh, since you know where the place is, I'm assuming that you're leading. Uh, yeah, I imagine so. Um, so as you are driving, uh, you kind of look in the rearview mirror, you see the babysitter <clears throat> back behind you, uh, and then you make a turn, make another turn, and you look up and he's gone. Uh, he's, he's not following you anymore. Um, what the fuck? Do you, it wouldn't, guys, wasn't the, uh, wasn't baby supposed to be coming with us? Yeah. I think he, I think he missed a turn. He's not back there anymore. Stupid son of a bitch. Do you want me to call him? <laughs> oh yeah, call him. Do you, do you still have his number? I had deleted it from my phone. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> Actually, uh, that's the reason I uh, wanted to take your phone. <laughs> oh, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 307. Okay, 307. 8, 6, 7. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, 5. Beep. 309. <laughs> beep, I throw it over to the hammer. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> Hello? Who is this? This is the hammer. Okay, this is the marshal. Where the hell are you guys? Taking a little detour. It's ba- babysitter's idea. He's really <laughs> obsessed about these cops. Jesus Christ. Is he seriously going? They're not cops. What's <sighs> Where's just, he tell, going? just tell him. Just tell him we want to find out where you know where these guys are going. Yeah, we're just gonna trail him a bit. We'll, we'll catch up. And he needs not to worry about any of this. Bloodhound Doc. He's going. He's following the two guys from Wallace's place that sat in the car with the tasty food. Should we? Where are you at? Wait now? For, we we wait for him? Tell, tell him, we'll, tell you know, hey, Hammer, just tell him we'll meet him there, and if you're talking to Marshall, tell him he can suck my cock. And we'll, 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 we'll and hang up. <laughs> yeah, he says, bye. <laughs> I think they're going to get themselves killed. Let's go to Jackrabbit Slims. <laughs> okay. Uh, are they beating us there? <laughs>
Did I just roll a seven for some reason? Yeah. Uh, I, I was rolling. I didn't mean to roll on you. I was just doing a, a generic roll there. Okay. Um, okay, so you're tailing Vincent and Jules. Um, they drive for a little while. Uh, and they end up pulling up to um, a uh, an apartment building. Uh, Jules gets out. Uh, and he walks in. Uh, Vincent is waiting in the car uh, in the passenger seat. Um, I'm going to have you roll. <clears throat> uh, I mean, that's what you see. What, what do you do at that point? All right, Hammer. Um, obviously, the cops. I, well, I mean... This could be a, a meat house of some kind. Could also, you know, could be a safe house that they're that they're at in this apartment building, uh, or they're not cops. And if they're not cops, then that means we have a bigger problem. Cops we can deal with. Um, this might be a whole another element. Plus, I mean, these guys could have Charlotte in there. So they're cops or they're kidnappers. I don't understand. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They could be both. Trying to shake down our, you know, trying to shake down our boss some way, shape, or form. Um, so just an average apartment building? Are they first floor, ground floor? Is this a high rise? Should we do a perception? There's a four, it's a four story uh, apartment building. Uh, and yes, Hammer, if you want to make a perception check, you can certainly do that. Okay. I can do it, yeah. It's uh, getting to be about uh, dusk at this point. So the sun's kind of just in, in, in its setting point. Uh, you got a nine. My uh, rolls are terrible today. And <laughs> you're you're so distracted by the confusion of what's going on here uh, that you're really not paying attention to what really is going on outside. Um, but as you guys are discussing, you see uh, Jules come back out of the apartment, uh, get back into the driver's seat. Uh, they sit there for just a few moments. And then, uh, let's see here. That's it, can I roll a perception? Right. The, the hammer already did that for you. Oh, well, uh, I was thinking oh. to, for Jules to come, when he's coming out of the building, if he looked frazzled, if he looked you know upset if he looked like oh holy crap what's going on if he looked you know no i mean he just kind of made a little bit of a, a, a nonchalant beeline you know back to to the car got in sat down they sit there and they talk for uh, a minute or so uh and then they get out of the car the doors swing open uh and they both get out of the car and then they stand, and they look directly at you guys. I think they're looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wave. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I, actually when they when I see them look at me, I'm just gonna start the car. Oh, the car is still running, or they do we turn it off? It, did Did you guys turn it off? Yeah. No, that's, I don't know. Did you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say the car was never running. So, um, are we're on a corner looking at them or down the street? Right down the street, on. mid mid street. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's behind us? Uh, just more cars. Uh, you're kind of in just a, a residential block here. Okay. So is alley alleyway between any of the residences? Like, are we on the end of the block? Or there uh, might no, be an alley. You're, you're kind of in the middle, uh, and yeah, you could probably. Yeah, there's probably an alley, maybe about three or four cars up from you. Okay, closer to them though. Closer than them? No, closer to them. Like we'd have to drive closer You'd have to, to drive them to... towards them to get to the alley. Yes. Okay. Um... Yeah. So let's uh, cop or not cop. They made us. So unless you want to get in a gunfight, let's just yeah. move along. <laughs> yeah. And given that you don't have a gun and you only have an axe, this might be a problem. So it's a sledgehammer. Uh, we're gonna axes yeah. be stupid. That's that's totally right. <laughs> sledgehammer. So uh, yeah, axe we're gonna we're gonna stupid. gently drive up and turn down the turn down the the alley. So, but you're not gonna pass them. You're gonna just turn down the alley, correct? Right. Okay. Right. As you guys are driving in their direction, they just slowly put their hands inside their jackets. Yeah. Do we see? And we see that. Yeah, that's it. Okay. They just put their hands inside the jacket. All right. And then we just turn and drive down the alley. And they just watch you go. Okay. Hey, hey, Hammer! Can you see the address of that uh, building they went in? Uh, can I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Perception. You, you, you could probably spot that. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll a quick perception there, since he's kind of asking you as you've driven away from it. Come on, Hammer! Come on, Hammer! Uh, let's see here. Oh my gosh, my rolls are terrible. Oh <laughs> no, seven. <laughs> uh. It was, you think it was 867-5309. Okay. Yeah, I'll write 867 Holy crap. It's a long address. Yeah, 867-5309. Yes. Okay. That's that's what he thinks that he saw. Yeah. <laughs> it may be possible that he has the heard hammer. that number several times tonight, and that's the only thing, number the he could come up with. You should probably drive back and check to make sure that you get the address. He, he, he tells me that. I look at him. I go, God, are you related to the marshal? That's my phone number, you idiot. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, uh, truthfully, I think with that little bit of comedy right there, I think we probably should bring this one to a close. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, we accomplished nothing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to shoot was, one person. We, we so don't even know it. if those guys are cops yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Thanks a lot for playing. Alrighty. All, All right. right. Good night. We'll see, see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.